This is Rock Cape Town's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in today, and we hope this sermon brings life to you. Here's today's message. Amen. Amen. We're going to quickly go to the Word of God. Um, Today we're going to be talking about uh, strong and courageous. That's our topic for today. We just want to look at the two... we, we actually spoke about this with the leaders, but we're going to go in more details sharing um, about these two important positions in the spiritual realm, two, these two important positions in the spiritual realm that we, as the children of God, we have to make a choice. You know, we, we make a choice all the time so that uh, we do not complain when we make the bad choice. Amen. I'm not so sure if the guy at the back can dim the lights, dim these other lights, if you can just dim them. So we're going to be talking about these two positions, these two positions in the spirit, and again, we have a choice. Um, The two positions, we find them, the first position, we find it in the book of Numbers, chapter 13, and the second position, we find it in the book of Joshua, chapter one, that's why we, 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 that's why we're looking at those positions because they, precisely we want to encourage people, encourage people to choose the position, choose where you want to be. Because remember, uh, the Bible says that you are more than conquerors. It says us who are more than conquerors if we do the right thing. If you do the right thing, you will be more than conquerors, but if you begin to make all the bad choices, then you will find yourself in a mess. We can get ourselves in the mess. First of all, if we look at these two positions, first of all, we look at the bad position that you can ever find yourself in the position of Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13 is a position where the Israelites receive the report. How many of you receive the report sometimes? Do you receive the report? Nobody received the report. Perhaps uh, your, your bank account is, is one of the reports that you receive, isn't it? Your bank account, maybe your marks at school is one of the reports that you receive. So these guys, they received the report, and um, when they received that report, the Bible tells us that 10 of them, the majority of them, were so discouraged. Now you receive the report, you become discouraged. And the other two guys, they received the report, and they felt like, you know what, this report is not so good, but you know what, we can push on. We can try to push on and find ourselves in the position, or the the desirable position, or in the position that is better than where we are. Now these guys, all of them, they decided, 10 of them decided that, you know what, we're not going to do anything, we're so discouraged, we feel weak, I'm discouraged. I feel like when, some, when you face resistance, what do you feel? Do you feel, do you feel discouraged? Do you feel weak? If you feel discouraged and um, you feel so weak, you feel you cannot do anything, you cannot do anything about your situation, then we have a problem because for your breakthrough to come, you have to participate. The Bible says all things are possible with God. That means you ought to be the part of what God is doing. If you say, I'm going to pray for a miracle, I don't want to be part of what God is doing. 
about this situation, then it doesn't work that way. You have to be part of, that, of, of solving the problem, part of solving your problem. Now, if we look at the numbers 13, they all failed. You know, the sad thing is that they, they were a group of people who were supposed, all of them, to cross over Jordan. And there were these bad people who dragged Caleb and Joshua backwards. And they failed because of the majority of people. They all failed. They tried to encourage them, try to give them courage, but they failed. You see, the sad thing is that if the majority of us here at church, we are in numbers 13, then we have a big problem. Amen. If the majority of us here at church, we are at numbers 13. How many of you know numbers 13? Let's see by the raising of the hand. They wondering, what is this? Numbers 13. Numbers 13 is when the Israelites received the bad report and they refused to cross over. So if we are in that situation, all of us, that's why we have to encourage you to get, off the, get out of that situation. You know, getting out of that situation is the choice. The, it, it is a spiritual position where you are discouraged, where you feel you are very weak, you can do nothing about your situation. You have to get out of that. It's bad position. It will not get you anywhere. And then we get to uh, Joshua 1. All of you probably know Joshua 1. They were in the same situation, weren't they? They were in the same situation. They wanted to, to possess the land, but they were so discouraged. And it was even worse there. You know, Numbers 13 was better because Moses was still there. They still had the leader who will bring the miracles. When they did not have water, they will have water. When they, not, when they did not have food, he will bring manna. He will com communicate with God. And suddenly now, he dies. In fact, I will think that the people in, number, in, in Joshua 1, they were in the worse situation than, they were, than those who were in Numbers 13. Because they had Moses who would go to God and pray about their situation. And now, they did not have Moses. And you know what happened? They were so discouraged. And the guy who was second in charge was also discouraged. And God spoke to them. He spoke to Joshua. And he spoke to them. He said, you know, you're not going to get out of this situation until you make a choice. And this choice that you're going to make is the choice that you make in your heart. It's a choice. It's not the feeling. It is a choice that you make. It's not, it's not about how you feel. All of them, they felt the same. They were frightened, all of them. They were afraid, all of them. But they made the choice that, you know what, we're going to fight on. When you are discouraged, you cannot fight. Yeah. When you are discouraged, you cannot stand up and begin to do something. So they decided, we're going to stand up and do something. We're not going to be frightened by what we see. We're going to fight on. Than to just do nothing about our situation. So Joshua won. At least Joshua as a leader, he made a decision that, you know what, I have no choice here. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, I know some people here when some things happen in your life, you know, but you know what, I, 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 I'm in a bad situation, but I have to be strong for my kids. When you say I have to be strong for my kids, that's the decision that you make. That you know what, I'm in this situation, but I'm making a decision, I'm going to be strong. 
for my kids. I'm going to be strong for certain cause. So those guys who were at Joshua 13, um, Joshua 1, he said, you know, I'm going to be strong for the sake of these people because God has put all the responsibilities in my, on my shoulders. I'm going to be strong so that you can take these people to the promised land. And he was so strong that people even saw him that he was so discouraged. You know, if you are so discouraged as a leader, if this guy did not make a decision, Joshua, to say, I'll be encouraged, people wouldn't catch his spirit. They caught his spirit. They caught the spirit that this guy was encouraged. Yes, we are in trouble. But look at the face. Look at the courage that he has. Look at him. He wants to accomplish something. He wants to he wants us to go over to Jordan. So he was encouraged. That's why if you are encouraged as well as a child of God, you are a man of courage or you are a woman of courage, you can also influence other people around you. Because courage, if you have that spirit of courage, it is contagious. Amen. It was so contagious that Joshua told the people, you know what, guys? Today, I know that you are depressed, but tomorrow, prepare yourself because we are going, we are crossing over to Jordan. And the people, they prepared themselves to cross over. Did they prepare themselves because things looked better? They did not look better. They were still the same. Things were still the, the same. The situation was still the same. And they made the decisions that in their mind, they will not be defeated before they start anything. We know that all of us, everything, if you're going to be successful in something, it begins in your mind. Yeah. You'll be successful in your mind. If you fail, you fail in your mind. Yeah. Because all the decisions are made in our mind. So if you can make up your mind and say, you know what, I know what I'm facing, but I'm not going to be weak, afraid, but I will stand and do something about this situation. I want us to quickly read these scriptures here. So, if we're talking about being courageous, we're talking about ability to do something that frightens you. Something that you are afraid of, you just tell yourself, you, you just be courageous and, and do it. Amen. Amen. You just do it. That's something what, that we've got to do, all of us, capture that spirit of courage and begin to do something if we are to move from here. God is not going to push you from here. You're going to have to make a decision yourself and begin to move with God. God will move with you if you decide that you are going to move. I want us to quickly look at the Numbers 13, verse 31. You know, it's not the situation you want to be. Anyone wants to be in Numbers here? Remember, Numbers is in your heart. It is in your heart. Numbers... 13 is in your heart. Joshua 13 is the condition of your heart. All of these, all of these positions you find, they are in your heart. Now if we read verse 31 and 32, it says, But the man who had gone up with him said, We are not able. That's the condition of your heart. Anyone here will say, I'm not able. I am not able. That was the condition. They told themselves in their heart. Did they try to fight? No, they did not try to fight, but they told themselves, I'm not able. Anyone here who has that spirit? We rebuke that spirit. If you have the spirit, you have not tried anything, but you say, I'm not able. Then we have a problem, hey? We have to 
perhaps switch off the radio that you listen to and feed you with the word of God so that you can tell yourself you are well able. You haven't tried anything already. You are saying well, you are not well able. By looking at the things, you You have not tried. But and then you know, that, that's the spirit of Amakwana. They haven't tried. At least if you tried and failed, we'll understand. Even then, you can still try again. You can still try again and still try again. So these guys here, they said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are strong. You look at something, you say, this is so strong. This is so difficult. You know, there are people who are like that. You know, sometimes I usually interact with these kids who are studying. How many of you who are teachers here? No teachers, one, two, we've got a couple of teachers. I usually interact with these students um, that we encourage from our townships, and you ask them, what subject are you doing? All of them, they'll tell you, I'm not doing maths. Why? Because it's difficult. Have they ever tried it? No, because they heard from someone that is difficult. Don't do it. It's difficult. They never tried. They go for the, so there are people who are like that. They don't try anything. Maybe you are unemployed. Have you tried to look at the business opportunities? No, business is very difficult. I'd rather be employed. So these guys, they look at the, their enemies and they say they are strong. They are strong. Maybe they were strong. I don't think they were lying. But have they tried to fight on and see if they, they were even saying these guys are so big that you are like grasshoppers. Can you imagine? Look at yourself. you grasshopper. They were exaggerating everything because they were afraid. And now they gave the children of Israel bad reports. I want to hit those people who gave us bad reports here, you know? Because we said, but can you imagine these guys, they wasted an opportunity that, presented, that was presented by God. And they came, they gave a bad report. So those people who are giving us bad report here, they have a season. Because at some stage, we're not bad. Amen. We, we have fullness my bed uh, because we, we don't want bad reports. There's just too much bad report. We want good report, something that say we can do the good report that was given by Caleb and Joshua. Now, if we if we read here, it says that, and then these guys they say the land though which we have gone as spy is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw are the men of great stature. So they were giving all the report, you know, we went to this land, the guys are so big, they are like giants. They are th we just can't do anything against them. This is the position that you don't want to be. To look at your challenge and feel like you are so small, you, have, you stand no chance. You don't want to be in this position. It doesn't matter if you are a student. It doesn't matter if you are a leader here at church. It doesn't matter if you are a parent. You know, there are parents who feel like when they facing the giant of their children, rebelling, feel like they are facing the giant. They are a grasshopper. I, I cannot deal with this child. I'll just let go. I'll not do anything. You are facing a giant. And one thing that you got to tell yourself is that you're going to face the giant in order to go to another level, face that giant. Amen. And we know that we are not by ourselves. Now, if we look at, at Numbers chapter 
13 again, verse 28, these guys, they analyze, you know, you know when people decide, they make a decision to fail, they analyze everything. They tell you all the reasons. Now these guys, look at these guys. They said, nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified. We cannot break through those cities. And it was, if, 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 you, if you look at the situation of Joshua and the Israel, when they crossed the land, they faced those fortified cities. One of the names, one of the cities was Jericho. But you know what? As they went, God gave them the instruction how to break down the walls of Jericho. Now, when we cross over Jordan, we're trusting God that, you know, God, we do not have all the answers, but we're going. You will open the doors as we go. That's how God works. He doesn't solve everything. You're waiting on the other side and you're trusting God to break the walls. No, you have to go face the walls and God will help you as we go. That's what God, he helps us as we go. He's not going to help us when we're standing and feeling discouraged. He will help us when we feel strong, when we feel like we can do it, when we're telling ourselves that, you know what, we're going to face it. It doesn't matter what is happening. You can, it doesn't matter, but we are going to face it. So these guys, they say, the people are strong than us. We are like grasshoppers. They look at themselves and reduce their ability. They look at themselves and look at the guys and feel like the guys are too big. We're not going to win that. Don't be in that position, whatever you are facing. Whatever you are facing, please don't exaggerate or magnify your problem. If you magnify your problem, you will be afraid to face your problem. Now, if we look here, we look at uh, verse 7 and 8. Let's quickly go to verse 7, chapter 14. And they spoke to all the congregation, the children of Israel. They say the land we passed through to spy, to spy out is an exceedingly good land. The opportunity that you may be facing is, is a very good opportunity. All of us, we have a good opportunity. The opportunity that God presents to us, probably a good opportunity. But now here is this guy saying, and they say, oh, it's, it's, it's Caleb and Joshua. Hear, hear what they are saying. I want you to adapt their spirit. They are saying, the land is very good. If the Lord delights in us, if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into the land. They say, you know what? It's not about our ability. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into the land. He will bring us into the land and give it to us. A land which flows with milk and honey. That was the spirit that was in Caleb and Joshua. The spirit that was in other guys said, it will not happen. God was not even in the equation. They never spoke about God. They said, we can't, we, we just can't, we can't, we can't. And these ones, they acknowledge God. You know, it's very important to acknowledge God. In every situation, however small or big, let's acknowledge God in our situation. Because without God, things are so difficult. But when we acknowledge God and begin to put God with his ability, begin to put the spirit with his ability, then we have a chance. But if we begin to remove God, not even to mention God as if God is not there, then we will fail. So these guys, they focus on good. 
First of all, they said the land is good. They did not say there are big guys there. Hey, there are big guys. You know, when you are facing a problem or you are facing a challenge, somebody said that when you face a challenge, a challenge will always present with a problem. It's one side, it's a problem, eh? And the other side is an opportunity. But there are people who always look on one side, that is a problem. Focus on that side, that is a problem. All their focus is on the problem. And there are people who focus on the opportunity. I, I was listening to one of the guys, um, I like listening to these business people. He was interviewed. He said that, you know what? It's good to start the business during the difficult times. You have a better chance. He said, I always start business when things are difficult because there are just too many problems. And you just bring solutions to those problems. Whilst people are complaining that, you know, the economy is not growing, nothing is working, that and that. There are people who look at that and say, okay, this is a problem. How can I find an opportunity in that problem? Because if there is a problem, there is an opportunity. And we know that if you want to succeed in life, you have to solve problems. Why are you running away from problems? If you want to be successful in life, you have to solve problems. Amen. Amen. Solve problems and you will do very well. So these guys, they focus on all the good that was in the land. They acknowledge the challenge, but they focus on the good. And they saw God coming true for them. They saw Caleb and Joshua saw God coming true for them. But you know what? Because at that time there was a majority rule and they failed. That's why today we want to take the maturity with us. We want to encourage you. Remember what I've said. Courage is a choice. It's not a feeling. It doesn't depend on what you are facing. It is a choice that you make. Today, if you can make that great choice, make that choice. God said to, uh, we're going to go there. God said to Joshua, be strong and be courageous. Did he change anything? Was the challenge changed? Did he remove the problem? You know, people want God to remove the problem. Remove that problem first. And then now, you, you don't need no challenge if you're not facing anything. You don't need no courage if you're not facing problem. God did not remove anything. He commanded the guy, you know what? Be strong and be of a good courage. We're going to do better if you are strong. If you're strong and courageous, we're going to do better. He did not remove the problem. But he had to make a choice that, you know what, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to have the courage. I'll stand up and begin to do something. Now let's remind ourselves, I want us to look at, um, at again, at the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 17. If you look at the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 17, it was the same problem. The guys have been looking, to, uh, been looking at this giant, quite a huge giant, who was facing them. And all of them, they were so discouraged. The Bible tells us that they were so discouraged. I want to read the scripture. It's verse 34 through to 36. Samuel, first Samuel. It says, But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when the lion bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and I struck it and deliver the lamb from the mouth, from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard 
and struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. I wanted to look at yourself. You know, this was a situation. Look at this. The situation here, they were faced with the, quite a huge challenge. And it was not a small challenge because here this guy who was standing there and saying, you know what, you're going to be our servants if you don't do anything. The problem is standing there is saying the same thing to, to you. If you don't do anything, you're going to be my servant. If you don't do anything about me, if you do something and overcome me, then you will subdue me, I will be your servant. That's the problem. That's the situation that you are facing. It's saying, if you do not overcome, you have no choice. If you do not overcome me, there is no other way. He did not give them many choices when he stood before them. Goliath, he gave them two choices. You kill me, we're going to submit to you. I kill you, you're going to submit to us. You're going to be our servants. So he did not give them much choice. And we know that all of the guys, including the king, they were all afraid and discouraged. Discouraged, that's the word that we're looking for. They were discouraged. You know, if you're looking at someone who's so discouraged, people who are discouraged, they usually do nothing. You cannot be discouraged and do something. If you are discouraged, you're going to do nothing. That's why you have to get out of that and be courageous. You will begin to do something about, the, about your situation. You will begin to do something about what is happening in your life. So David here, he came and said, you know what? I know God, I can do something about this guy. We cannot afford to be servants to, this, to these people. I'm going to stand and fight that time. Two things I want you to understand about David. I know that some of you here, you know when you face a challenge, you usually forget things that God has done in your life. Even, even the little things. You forget everything. Look at the Israelites. They forgot that God, I believe that those guys, they were still alive. They forgot that God changed the heart of Pharaoh. They were there when God delivered them out of the hands of the Egyptians. They were there when God fed them manna. They were there when God gave them water. They were there when the soldiers who were pursuing them died in the middle of the Red Sea. They were there all along. But now when they faced the problem, faced the challenge, they forgot about all of those things. You know, it happens to all of you. There are things that you, you faced and you conquered as a, as a child of God. I believe each and every one of you, there are things that you face and conquered. But now when you're facing these big problems that you are facing, you forget about the things that you conquered. You forget about the hand of the Lord. Now, David here did not forget. You know, it's very important that we use those small victories. I know that the other, sometimes you did not have rent, but God came through for you. You're not evicted. Maybe you didn't have money to pay your, your school fees. You know, I was also in the same situation back in the days, in the, in the um, mid-90s. Didn't know where I'm going to get the money, but you know what? God came through. Didn't know the following year how I was going to get the money, but God came through. And you cannot forget those things that the Lord has done in your life. Because in life you're building the steps to go up. Because David here, we hear that David, what was he doing? He was using these small victories as the as, as, as building as the building step so that he can go and face the bigger things. So he used those as the stepping stones to the bigger victories. 
So we have to do the same as the children of God. Build up, look at those things. If you forgot about anything that God has done in your life, go back and look at what God has done in your life today. You're, I know that you're facing this problem. You don't have choice. You have to look. Find things that gives you courage so that you may begin to move on. Otherwise, you're not going to move. Find things, great things that God has done in your life. You're still young. How many people here do have anybody who's over 80 here? Nobody's over 80. You still have a chance. Because Caleb, at 40, he, at 80, he felt like, you know what? I still can do something with my life. I know there are people here who are 35 who said, you know, I wanted to do this with my life at maybe 23, now I'm 35. I'm giving up on that because the dollar, um, dollar got to 35. <laughs> if you're 35, you, you still have another 35 years, even more, to live. So you still have more chances to overcome. You cannot give up because some of you, I'm, I'm looking at the ladies here, some of you thought you were going to get married when you were 23. And now you are 30, maybe you are 40, and then you are thinking, ah, I'm beginning to give up on that. You're still young. Amen. Don't throw that hope under the bridge. It can still happen. Amen. Zilungi right? Or when you are coming to church. Amen. Amen. I know some ladies who got married at 45, at 50. Amen. They just did not, they did not give up on life and say, you know what, because I'm 50. Babo, Nabena, 50. Amen. Don't give up. Be courageous. Because whatever God has promised, whatever your desires are, God can still fulfill. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. God can still give us the desires of our hearts, but you cannot be discouraged and still think that you will, receive, you will get the desires of your heart. You must be courageous. Because if you are courageous, God will come true for you. So now we... David here, what did David do? David used all the small victories as a stepping stone. And you know what happened? He faced Goliath, and he, if, if you look at David here, he did not look at Goliath, look at this guy, he's so tall, and, and all the, he did not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He, he, he did not exaggerate, or not, not necessarily exaggerate, but he did not focus on the problem. But he'll ask himself, where is the solution? What solution can we have to solve this problem? That's why he faced Goliath. And when he faced Goliath, he said, you know what? Let me tell you something. He told them that the bear came, the lion came, and I killed it. And it was not my, it was not my ability, it was God. And I will do the same to you. You know, whatever God has done in your life, he can do the same good things that God has done in your life. He will do the same to your problems. He will do the same to your challenges. The giants that you are facing, God will do the same with the giants. You know, last week we spoke, I think the previous two weeks, we spoke about the lady who had the blood issue. You know, I like that lady. I like her so much because she did not give up. 
For 12 years, he did not give up. Dealing with the same thing. There are some of you who are dealing with something for three months and already you are giving up. Three months you've been having a problem, you are, or three years. That lady, it was 12 years. Worse, there was this gentleman. The Bible tells us that he, had, he was crippled for 34 years. And he said, you know what? I'm not giving up on the hope that something will change. I will not give up until I see the salvation of the Lord. Even if you look at Caleb and Joshua, those guys, they did not give up for 40 years in the wilderness. 40 years in the wilderness, they did not give up. And now, we see them 40 years later. You look at Joshua. I know some of you are probably thinking that Joshua was still a young man when God told him to be strong and be courageous. He was probably same age as Caleb. He was probably between 70 and 80. God was telling a 70-year-old to be strong and be of a good courage. A 70-year-old. And today we have to encourage people who are 20 here. 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds, we have to speak the same words. And you still can't crack them. You still can't encourage them. And they stand a better chance because the whole world is in, in front of them. So now, Caleb and Joshua, they failed for 40 years, failed for 40 years, moving around the wilderness. But when God told them to be strong and be of a good courage, they told themselves, we are going to be strong. We're not going to give up. In closing, if we go again to the book of Joshua chapter 1, I want you to understand that God said, only be strong and be very courageous. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, only be strong and be very courageous. You know, the reason why you need to be strong and be very courageous, and full of clock is it's in those days about tough. Before there is a light, you will go through darkness and try in the darkness. I don't want to say I'm going to pray for, for your life to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Because when you go up the mountain, it's not easy. You're not going down. You're going up the mountain. So God told Joshua that, you know what? I need you to be strong and be, and be courageous. Because this is what easy put. This is what easy too. But if you change your attitude and within you have the fighting spirit, look at your neighbor and say, have the fighting spirit. Have that fighting spirit because you're going to fight. I'm quoting the scripture that you know I am more than conquerors when Impazo is Caesar. The Bible says we are more than conquerors in all these things. Kazi says dressing or go on to Chaffi, Lehi, Kuninji, then to Indina Lento, he no Chiklogan Bolinina. The Bible said in all these things, and Christ put it clear that. In the world, you will have tribulation. But be of a good cheer. Because I overcame the world, you will do the same. Christ said you will have to do the same. If you are facing something, you will have to overcome it. We're not going to pray. That's why we, we don't have, uh, you know, I, I know some churches who have um, conferences Whatever, we're going to pray you for the breakthrough of this. We're going to pray for the breakthrough of that. We're going to give you oil for that. We're going to give you water for that. And that, they simplifying things. Life is not that simple. Yeah. And they should tell us from the Bible where Amman Zebe Susi is in those abandoned. 
But what we know is that we're going to face, I believe that the Israelites, if they go there, one of our prophets of these days, actually, and all of those things. I'm sure but we know our God is saying we got to be strong. Amen. Some things must learn we have to do them afraid. Yeah. <laughs> to be courageous means that the ability to go face something that frightens you. Yeah. That's where the victory comes. It comes because we are courageous. I'm praying today that uh, it is my prayer. Let's stand as we are closing. It is my prayer that if we have people here who are in Numbers 13, please get out of that position. I'm praying today that you get out of Numbers 13. Get out of Numbers 13. We want people to be in Joshua 1. Strong and courageous. Men and women who are strong and courageous. Young people who are strong and courageous. Young men who are strong and courageous. Who are saying, you know what, I'm going to face whatever comes my way. I want people who have attitude that was in the woman who had the blood issue, who did not give up for 12 years, who said, you know what, whatever comes, I will face. This woman said, I am not going to die in this situation. The Bible tells us that she went when there was somebody she went with until she found Jesus. You know, when you are giving up on something, when you are weak and discouraged, when you are dismayed and you, you, you are weak, you know what happens? You don't go look for solutions. This woman who had the blood issue, she found Jesus. Jesus came her way and she was looking. She had a heart of expectation. She was yeah. expecting. That's what I want to have. I want you to have. To have. Amen. The single woman. Amen. Amen. The young man, you know, I remember one of the preachers said that, um, you know, Amen. Because Amen. That's how the lady who had the blood issue. God have breakthrough because the men deal. Because she had the heart of she was expecting something. And I pray today that you will be expecting. You will be expecting. You will whatever opportunity that comes, it comes because you are ready. For whatever opportunities. Because your heart is expecting something. Expecting something from the Lord.